The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, he is your host of the PWT cast, Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 132 of the PWT Cast. My name is Scrump. This is the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees. Uh, you can find this podcast uh, right here for free on this very feed every Monday uh, at PWT Cast on Instagram and Twitter if you already aren't following us. Uh, I did drop a schedule of the uh, movie reviews that are going to be coming out this month for those of you who who didn't see up on my story or the, the podcast story. I uh, will be having Forgetting Sarah Marshall, uh, which just dropped last week uh, with Trevor Outlaw. We'll have Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mine, Up in the Air, and uh, Chasing Amy. Uh, of course, all of those with um, the one and only Trevor Outlaw. And on the Chasing Amy one, Juan Ramirez, former uh, guest on the show, uh, Pro Wrestling Tee Shoe Printer, is uh, scheduled to be joining us on there. Uh, so, again, head over uh, Pro uh, patreon.com forward slash pwtcast um on on last week's episode uh we had the return of stank and uh, the debut of of katie fabe you know we had katie katie skinner on uh pro wrestling tees um uh, customer service one of the customer service people uh she was on and it was a very fun episode you know a lot of people talked about how much fun it was hearing stank come back on as well as just how much fun they had hearing katie uh so uh and we did tease much like much like all the episodes it's um it usually with me and stank usually ends with like and we're gonna have a part two you know like that's how we got on effie so many times and Brody king so many times so next week uh that episode will be coming back stank will be coming back katie will be talk- coming back and i will be talking to them too um normally though on these uh, single ones with myself you're used to hearing uh, a familiar voice and that is of course of uh jeremy zaha cousin jeremy as, as i call him um but due to scheduling conflicts he was not able to join me um luckily for me and uh at the joy of of one clifford frazier uh shout out clifford love you brother um i had someone else who could step into the hot seat you heard her last week she made her debut here last week um my wonderful girlfriend veronica veronica how are you doing my love i'm doing great i'm happy to be back yeah i I heard a lot of people they were like wow she sounds like a pro uh it was i'm telling you so uh at dynamite i ran into clifford frazier we are friend of the show og friend of the show you patron of the show as well love me some clifford frazier we did uh clerks we did a review of clerks with him um a while back if you go into the patreon <clears throat> but uh you know one of the things he said to me he was like oh man i knew it i knew it was gonna happen so what do you mean he said like you, you're talking about the missus all the time i knew sooner or later you're gonna have her on and uh clifford was a you know somewhat of a nostradamus he predicted it he saw it coming um so yeah i guess this is your full length podcast debut because last week of course we just did the intro outro but um yeah this will be your full your first feature length look at us yeah look at us yeah right who would have thought a a couple a couple (laughs) of lovebirds right um but yeah no uh this week though unfortunately i wasn't able to see you as as uh intended originally because of course this week aew was in chicago they were here um what or tuesday night was it it was tuesday right it was tuesday night into wednesday morning just awful snow yeah so for those of you who live in the midwest um fuck the snow like i know some people are like i love the snow but like honestly fuck the snow and uh yeah you know in the in indiana and chicago got hit pretty hard um over by you more so specifically right yeah we got up to like six inches in some spots with like there was so much wind and just so much snow definitely had a snow day on wednesday but that also meant not being able to go to dynamite so that sucked yeah and of course for me it was uh it felt almost like a little bit like aew week all week actually because um monday for, for those of you who follow or like our social media and stuff we posted pictures of them um you know we had some wrestlers stop by the store some AEW people stop by the store we had uh, jay lethal abaddon and my new best friend wardlow um <laughs> uh so one of my favorite things that you know because again a lot of these wrestlers are super cool they're super nice mm-hmm. again of all the wrestlers who have come by the store 
there's been literally one who I'm just like, ugh, like, don't meet your heroes, you know? Uh, but again, for every one of those people, there's uh, there's a, a Wardlow that you meet. And of course, super nice guy, super awesome guy. But uh, one of my favorite things, though, was at the office, we tease, uh, you know, Michael Heredia, a.k.a. Stupid Michael, about, you know, we're like, oh, because there was one time where it was at some show where he was like, yeah, man, look at him. He's the best dressed guy here. And for those of you who know Frank Spahek, you know, the, the president of worldwide operations here at Pro Wrestling Tees, again, former guest on the show, you'll know he loves to tease you. If you give him one thing to tease you about, whew, that that's it. That is all he will say. Um, for for example, uh, at our at the holiday party that we had, you know, for, for Pro Wrestling Tees. So much fun. So much fun. Um, I went around introducing my girlfriend. Now, she had been by before, but I was like, no, no, no. You met someone else. This is my girlfriend. And so as I'm going around introducing her to everyone, you just hear Frank, yeah, 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 this is my girlfriend. Hey, hi, Veronica, this is my girlfriend. You know, just going around and just the whole night. And again, like some of you may be like, ah, well, you guys have that, you know, that brotherly relationship. Of course, that's why it was that way. No, no, no. It's just you know, Frank being Frank. Uh, so, of course, he's been teasing Michael relentlessly about this, much like we all have. On you know it's uh, we've said it before. Love Michael. You know Michael is legitimately like a brother to me. Um, but much like my actual brother, I gotta give him some shit. Uh, and so you know Wardlow shows up, and I was like, and we we're like, hey, you gotta do us a favor. He's like, yeah, for sure. What is it? And I'm like, Michael. You know we're like you've met Michael before, but he's like the biggest Wardlow fan. Can you go over there? And just make him uncomfortable. Like just, you know, something he's just like, okay. And again, Wardlow, a super nice guy. So he doesn't want to like mm-hmm. do it. He's like, I don't know if I can keep a straight face. So I'm like, come on, fucking just fucking do it. He's like, all right. And so we go over there and I'm like, the guy, I'm like the, the premise of this story will be that I'm giving you a quote unquote tour of the store. And I'm like, when we get to pro wrestling tees, that's where he is. He's a little guy in the corner with the Kangol hat. <laughs> He's, he's the one who looks like Che Guevara fucking driving through El Salvador. Um, and he he's like, all right, cool. So we get over there, and he's just like, I'm like, oh, and this is Pro Wrestling Tees where all the people do the customer service and the website. And he's like, oh, hello, everyone. How's it, how's it going? Everyone's like, oh, hey. He goes, where's Michael? And Michael's like, huh? I'm over here. He goes, man, you got a problem, buddy. And, you know, he's Michael kind of just chuckles and laughs. He's like, okay. And then Warlow drops his backpack and gets into full Warlow mode. He goes, no, we got a fucking problem. And everyone in the room just tenses up. Everyone's looking at each other. And he, Warlow just bursts out laughing. He's like, I'm sorry, man. I was just fucking with you. And walks over there and, uh, you know, was just chit-chatting it up with him. Again, a super nice guy. And I probably would have cried before he got to tell me as a joke. Like, I would have just started crying. <laughs> That would have been bad. Well, like, again, specifically Michael, because he's one of those people that, you know, we've met so many people, like so many wrestlers and stuff like that. Um, I think, one, when he saw me with Wardlow, he knew something was up. Because, again, I am like his little brother, and in that I had to fucking just give him shit. But, uh though i mean michael was a good sport about it and everything you know uh yeah again it was it felt like aew week um you weren't able to make it you know unfortunately to to dynamite how was it how was it on tv because of course being there live and then seeing it on tv is always two different things like in the past i've gone and like rewatch the show sometimes or at least specific segments to see how it comes across uh how was the show for you i thought it was good um that's funny you said how it's different like each experience because I remember the first wrestling show I ever went to, I was like, why is it so quiet? Like, where's the commentator and <laughs> things like that. And, um, the person I went was just like, kind of looked at me and they're like, no, that's not like, that's not live. That's not what you hear. And I was like, well, I didn't know that. Sorry. I've always watched this on TV. So, um, I don't know. There's stuff that I've seen live that I do like to go back and watch just cause I want to hear what people are saying and stuff like that. Like it's interesting, but I thought the show was really good. I watched it with my niece who is six years old and enjoys watching wrestling and jumping off of furniture. So that's like our Wednesday ritual. So I don't, I don't know. It's a good time. What was your favorite part of the show? 
seeing you on TV. What was, your, <laughs> what was your favorite part of the show besides seeing me on TV? Um, the MJF and CM Punk match. You know, I loved it, but like, I just I wanted more out of it, kind of. I kind of oh, wanted, wanted more, more than the forty minutes. I wanted more out of Dynamite. <laughs> I mean, like, mm-hmm. I just felt like there's been so many like Wednesday nights where they're just so hype, and then you know I watch this one and I'm like. This is pretty cool, but I don't know. I'm used to like everything being out of control when it's in Chicago. Like it's just like so rowdy and so much fun. And like I don't know, maybe it was different because I was salty and sitting at home, and maybe that's why I didn't enjoy it as much. But um, I still thought it was good. But you know, you see it and you're like, oh no, like CM Punk's losing, and you like kind of start losing your shit. And then all of a sudden they're like, no, 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 like MJF, like no, that's that's not what's happening. And then you're like, oh okay. And then you think that he's gonna come back, and he still ends up losing. And I'm just like. Yeah. Storytelling. It just, I was like, why did you do this? Like, why did you do this to me? Well, I, I'll tell you, like, the show to me, again, it's it's one of those things where it's like, I I don't mind sitting through the pre-show and stuff like that, but I'm always just like, like, let's hurry up and get to it. Specifically, I mean, obviously for me, you know, like, yeah, seeing Punk MJF, I was looking forward to that. But there was, like, other things. Like, I was, I was looking forward very much to, uh, you know, uh, Malachi and, and Brody versus Pac and Penta yeah because I mean one Penta I love Pentagon Pentagon is one of my favorite fucking wrestlers ever Mm -hmm. you know like and Pac also fucking cool you throw in Malachi and our you know friend of the show fucking Brody King like of course I'm like I'm I'm all in for that so I was like pretty excited but even with like the opening match it was like Moxie versus Wheeler Yuta and Wheeler Yuta came out with Danhausen which like Dan, the thunderous roars for Danhausen. Like I don't know how it came out across on TV, but like Danhausen was just pe- people were cheering him over Mox and Wheeler Yuta. So that was awesome. That was fun to see because um, again, Danhausen, a fucking a really nice guy, a really awesome dude. Like mm-hmm. some people, like the fucking you know the weirdos are like, why would you sign Danhausen? It's like, well, he's obviously not gonna go in there and wrestle like Bret Hart. Like, <laughs> calm down. You know no, what? You can't please everyone. It doesn't matter what exactly. You do. Yeah, that's why. Sorry, Roman Reigns fan for twenty sixty nine. Like, <laughs> if they signed Danhausen, I'm sorry. Um, no, that was really fun. And then again, mm-hmm. like I mentioned, the tag match. The tag match to me was fucking hot. One because again, like, there's a huge Mexican market in Chicago. You know, it's like thirty three percent of the city Mexican, and a lot of those people tend to show up for wrestling. You know, um, like that's why it's always like, what do you think Penta and Phoenix always have a match every time they come to Chicago? And of course, Penta being in that tag match, like, and crowd was just super hot for that tag match. Um, specifically, the entire you know, again, pro wrestling tees we uh, <clears throat> purchased, bought, were not compensated. Um, cause that would be a pretty shitty maneuver for us to get like free seats and brag about it. But no, we paid for them. Um, <laughs> we had, we had like the first like three rows and, uh, in the front you had fucking Johnny, Mark, uh, Juan, Ray, uh, Giovanni, like just all these guys that were just super hyped, specifically Juan, Juan, like he, every time he's out in LA, he goes to Penta and Phoenix. They have like their own store. So he had the cool flag. So if you see it, you know, they come out, Penta's posing with them and everything. They were fucking screaming, chanting, just losing their shit. And then there was one voice, let's go Brody. And that was me. You know, like I was just like, no, 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 fuck this. Like that's my fucking boy right there. I was just screaming. Like, uh, I mentioned to you at one point, um, there's some spot Brody comes out of the ring and he comes over and he's like right in front of us, right in the guardrail. Cause I was singing in the front and I just, I lean over and I'm like, aren't you from the PWT cast? And you know, I like, he later on, he, we wound up hanging out after the show and he was just like, I knew he's like, I fucking knew that was you. Cause like, you know, um, and yeah, so it, again, that was just fucking super fun. Um, the rest of the cart, I was just, I really had to pee and I didn't want to get up. I remember telling you, I'm like, ah. Oh. So finally, I'm like, you know, I'm like, because I'm looking at how much time is left. And I'm like, there's no way CM Punk and MJF are going to go like an hour. So I'll wait for the women's match to be done. Then I'll run to the bathroom. <sighs> well, the women's match is done. And then fucking MJF comes out. And I'm just like, uh. which again, I still, I should have just gone. 
Like you should have. I told you that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, unfortunately, everyone was thinking the exact same way you were, and all rushed to the bathroom, and that's when you missed your chance. Exactly. But so, no, and again, to me, Punk versus MJF was awesome. Like I, I really enjoyed it. One, it, it's it felt like it lasted so much longer because I had a like I literally like if I would have had a Gatorade bottle. It makes it that much more intense, though, when you're watching the anxieties at all. Well, especially, too, because I'm looking at the clock, and I'm like, oh, my God, there's still 20 minutes left. Like, no, there's no way. Like, specifically, you know, they have, like, the first, the, the false finish, you know, where, where MJF cheats to win, and then the ref reverses the, the decision. I looked down at my clock, and I was like, either the match is done, or someone is debuting, and it's going to be a big fucking thing because there's 20 minutes left on the show. Yeah. And then, you know, the ref's like, oh, no, no. You know, Bryce is like, we're reversing it. And I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, I have to piss Just kidding. Um, uh, speaking of seats, though, so, like, there was the snowstorm, obviously. So, like, was it emptier than usual or like was no. the crowd still hype like full everything like the that? crowd was still like super like super full super hype like i don't i didn't see that many empty seats you know like I, the empty seats i saw were normally the ones that like are normally always empty because mm-hmm. of production wise but like no people were fucking there like people showed up because that again that was the thing like the snow was pretty fucking bad like i I couldn't drive there myself because my car was just buried in snow. Like, luckily, you know, cousin Jeremy, he wound up giving you know some of us a ride over there. And th- I remember texting him. I'm on the expressway, and I'm like, "This is bad. Like the the highways just they weren't clean." And again, that's one of the things that like I fucking hate about living in the Midwest. I love living Chicago specifically. Like I've been to other places, other you know your 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 Miamis, your Orlando's, your New Yorks, or your Dallas, they're all fine. They're all okay, sure. San Diego, fucking great. I I love Chicago, and with that comes, you know, the shitty weather. Um cuz I don't mind the cold. Yeah. It, it it can be fucking cold. I don't care. I just hate the snow. It's just like God. I don't want to get stuck somewhere. I don't have to clean off my car. And people that say they love snow, you can just go to hell cuz I hate them cuz all I think of is like slushy, dirty snow or falling which happens all the time like i just i hate winter yeah it's always it's always 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 that like always fucking that mm-hmm. um but no people showed up um i didn't stay all the way through to rampage like i, I mentioned uh after like m- myself and cousin jeremy afterwards uh i took uh i took brody king and uh danhausen um it actually no i'm gonna edit out that part about danhausen actually no i <laughs> I went out to eat with Brody King. Uh, we went to go get pizza, and uh, it was fun. You know, again, like Brody King is someone who um, I met during the pandemic. Stank and I originally were like, we don't want to do any like, you know, any sort of fucking phone interviews, like Skype interview, anything like that. We want to just yeah. do it all in person if we can. Then the then there was a global pandemic, and I was like. You don't want to be stuck in room with any two people. Even me and Dave. Like, I used to drive over to Dave's house all the fucking time. And then it was just like, yeah, I'll probably not drive it over there anymore for a while. Um, But, uh, you know, again, uh, of course, um, met him. You know, we've had him on several times. And he's someone who's, like, genuinely, like, a friend. You know, like, I I communicate with, like, we, you know, we'll text back and forth. Like, yeah. and we've had him on here several times, so it was fun getting to actually like hang out with him. And of course, too, because uh, people always like with you know with deep dish pizza. It's always one of the things people are like, "It's traditional Chicago." No, it's not traditional Chicago style pizza. It's the thin cut tavern crust that comes in little triangles. Little pizza history. I did not know that. Yeah, that is true. Like when people say Chicago. I've never heard Chicago style pizza before. I've heard like Chicago style hot dogs, but like that's about it. I've never heard anything about. Well, there's like, well, there's like New York style, which is, you know, the the giant. I've heard of that. Yeah. I've just never heard of Chicago and like, you just learn something new every day. Yeah. That's always, that's been one of those things where people are like, oh, like deep dish pizza is traditionally like the go-to. Yeah. And, um. We don't have anything in Indiana. There's no Indiana style pizza or anything like that. Uh, I mean, I had pizza from there. Beggars was pretty good. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Uh. But no, yeah, we, we went out, got pizza, hung out for a bit and stuff. So that was fun, you know. And then again, it, it was it felt so weird to me after that because to me it was like, oh no, now it's the weekend. But like we still had a you know, Thursday, we we still had Friday, and um, yeah. yeah, again, I mean, those wrestling weekends, 
again, it's it's always the most fun because it, I mean more so when it's a pay per view because it's just so much. But like, and I know people complain where they're just like, how come they don't bring it over me? Like, and I listen. I wish they would go everywhere, but. I don't know, due to the pandemic, they just, they don't. Um, and we're spoiled in Chicago because we get so, so much wrestling. But, um, yeah, no, I'm, I was really happy with it. And hopefully next time. Yeah, I was so upset I couldn't go because, like you said, it did feel like we were being spoiled. Because I'm like, oh, we just saw them, like, Thanksgiving weekend. And now, you know, they're back. And it's only been a couple months. And then, nope, I watched from my couch. Yeah, no, I mean, again, a, a show that I'm excited about, like, um specifically where they're going with like mox and and brian Uh because like i don't know they're just like it's just like fuck yeah just do it just do whatever like there's very little with aew and this isn't like just me you know like sucking off aew but it's just like no like there's very little that they do where i'm just like i don't agree with this i'm not really happy about this and there's a lot of free agents that are who's 30 days 90 days they're all coming up this week they're supposed to be hyping someone up brand new um no idea who it is mm-hmm. stop asking me if i know i can't tell you you know um but yeah wrestling is uh wrestling is pretty fun at least you're not one of those people that complain all the time because i follow like a lot of topics for wrestling that are always trending on twitter and every single time aew is trending it's someone complaining about something they don't like like to the point where that's all they're doing like aw sucks like this and that and i'm like well then stop watching it like for like what is the reason like i don't understand well, that. So, so funny enough uh, i mentioned him giovanni um you know he had multiple signs up during the show again he's seen the front row he had a, like a a free mustafa ali one that kind of went a little viral but another one that he had was like just enjoy wrestling which yeah like listen i have i mean you listen to like i'll complain about my wrestling but that's one of those things where it's like i'm i'm long gone are the days where i'm gonna go online and like you know talk my shit about like like i don't watch WWE anymore i would rather eat a denim jacket i would rather eat a denim jacket like it and you don't watch it exactly don't tweet about that's my point like people are just like oh aew sucks like blah 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 and i'm like then just stop watching it something starts to suck and you don't enjoy it like drop it yeah, I was, well, so it's like it's funny because it's like I sort of say that all the time too, where it's like, you know, it, it's TV, you know, it, it's it's funny because it's like I've always like it's more Game of Thrones than it is like UFC, uh, and people forget that. Like people think like with AEW they try to be more sports oriented and more like mm-hmm. you know legit, but there there is some storytelling to it because it's wrestling, it's professional wrestling. At the end of the day, you know, it's both sport and the the theatrics of it um but like sometimes you have a show where like so i'm gonna talk a little bit about euphoria we won't talk about this new episode that just finished because most people probably it's not worth talking about anyway (laughs) um but like season one of euphoria like i was all about like you you know you're like we have to watch it we have to watch it and i'm like all right it was your second time rewatching it or I don't know if it was your second. It was you were definitely had root. This was another rewatch of yours, and this was my first time. And I was like, "All right, fuck it, yeah, let's watch it." Um, and one of the things that I really loved was just the storytelling to it because there was so, so many different characters, and they all had they all had their own shit going on. But you know, Sam Levinson, the creator of the show, had a had a fun way of still intertwining everything together. Um, and it was it was a very well told story. They took a three year break due to covid it wasn't their fault you know like they there's covid most shows most shows either got canceled or just put on fucking hold um or they filmed very covid friendly shows like you can tell a lot of shows that were filmed during covid because it's always like you know alberto and veronica by themselves in a cafe and then it's alberto and veronica by themselves at a restaurant and then alberto you know it's like yeah. you notice some things um and like with season two like I've been, I've been specifically last week's episode. Last week's episode was one centered mostly around the character of Cal Jacobs. For those of you guys unaware, Cal Jacobs is probably the worst person on the show. It's just awful. He is an awful human being. But the last, based on the last two, on episode was it three and four? Yeah. On episode three, they they give you some of his backstory. You know, you see you know he like what he went through that formed him into the person he is today like he acts a certain way for a reason yeah. or like so you know. so in in present day 
he is a closeted gay man with a family, a wife he resents, children he resents, like he resents and hates this lifestyle that he has. But again, because of his upbringing, because of just where they live, like it, he, it's one of those, and I'm sure you guys have seen it. You guys met, you know, in other forms of media, or you might even know someone is, he can't be gay. It, because again, when he was younger, that just wasn't a thing. You weren't allowed to be gay. And it was, a th- you know, you see he, you know, he, he was in love with a man named Derek and gets trapped in, in what's now his marriage because uh, he gets his girlfriend pregnant. And, you know, it's just like, oh, damn, like that kind of sucks. Well, this next episode, and he receives a fucking heavy beating in that episode as well. Shout out fucking Ashtray. Um, <laughs> the kid's insane. The kid's insane, you know? But it's just like, I, I remember for me personally, I think it was both of us. We like looked at each other and it was just like, wow, like. Cal, I understand. Like, I, I'm with you now. Like, no, that doesn't excuse all of the shitty things that you've done. But like, I see you now. Like, go live your best life. Like, just drop everything that makes you unhappy and just go live. Exactly, because again, some and that's always a thing with most movies. The bad guy usually becomes the good guy at the end. You know, like I always talk about, if there had been a Dark Knight three with Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger would have been the good guy. It's just that's how it is. The bad guy usually winds up being the good guy. I didn't think that would be the instance with this, but then comes Episode four, um, and again he's on this drunken bender, and we see him revisit this bar, this bar where he again last this gay bar. That we last saw him in was 25 years ago and you know it was him and and his best friend Night, like graduation or something something like that, like that. Yeah. Derek, yeah and they share like a special moment where i i guess they both realized they were gay it's very intimate very intimate scene and you know it's and i've told you like i love i love like movies about love where it's like it's not a happy story I love a blue Valentine tragedy. I love an eternal sunshine. Like I love those kinds of movies. And I think that's why this scene just spoke so much to me because in this scene, again, Cal is drunk and he plays this one song, uh, by Sinead O'Connor. I think it's like, it's, uh, I've been listening to it nonstop actually. So you I can have. tell you exactly <laughs> drink before the war. It's just, uh, it's such a, 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 a fucking great song. You know, and it's it's that, and it's juxtaposed to another character by the name of Cassie, who she's going through this whole fucking mental breakdown too. You know, and it's just like you see the regret in this man's face. You see it where he's just like, f- like he's well, the, well. Then the bystander at the bar, he like is like, oh, can we dance? Because you know, it's obviously a gay bar. People go there, they have their drinks, they kind of like see what's up with other people that are by themselves. They start dancing, and you know. It gets very intimate, and, like, I think the guy started to feel bad, maybe, and then, like, Cal puts his head to his, and, like, he, he just, he's starting to see Derek, which you don't know if it's the head injury or really just sadness. Yeah, he suffered both. a very bad head injury. So, like, yeah, because he's got this bandage on his head, and, like, you don't know, like, is it how sad you are? Is it because you are on the verge of having a concussion? Like, or is it both? Like... It was a very powerful scene, and honestly, the music that they chose for everything, like, it, it was perfect. It was the perfect setting for Cassie's breakdown and Cal's, too. Yeah, and, like, and I think about that, like, so this is a show where the writing hasn't been the best this season. I'm going to say that the writing hasn't been the best. There's been some glimmers of hope. Um, I just don't think this season has been the best. I agree. Exactly. And then I, again, I will compare that to like a WWE where I, I, the last, for those of you who keep up with WWE, the last time I watched a full episode of Monday Night Raw was the the night that Finn Balor got drafted to Monday Night Raw, which was like six years ago or something. I've not, I don't watch it. I keep up with it via John Pollock and Wei Ting uh, over at Post Wrestling. Same thing with all the WWE shows, really, you know, check out Post Wrestling, check out Up Next. Those, all those guys fucking deserve the world for putting themselves through watching that fucking God awful show. Um, But like, there's never any of that. There's never any like, well, you know what? Like, it's poorly written, but in the end, it will pay off because I, and I truly do believe that. Like, again, I, I believe that the show, by the time it wraps up, that 
some loose ends will be tied up. There will be some other loose ends that aren't tied up, but that will, again, the show was greenlit for season three, so you know it'll the, there'll be some of that. I mean, it's it's good. I just I really don't care for season two. I mean, the se- the first season of any show is always the best. It's like what reeled you in. You always like it more. But with season two, I feel like they're taking something that could potentially be a huge issue, but they're only giving like, they're like breadcrumbing you, which I get that like the anticipation and keeping your audience and stuff like that. But at some point, like you got to like feed into that a little bit more because now that's like the only issue everyone wants to know about. It's they're They're really, again, with the breadcrumbing, I hate it. And then I just feel like, you know, there's three episodes left. They're going to get to it at the last episode. And then you're like, great. Like we wasted this whole season on pointless musical scenes and all this other stuff no one yeah, wants which to like, see and I, I, that's what i hate because i'm like okay you just stretched this out like for what yeah one so one of the things that i that i don't like about because I, i've been recommending this show to everyone like i know uh myself and johnny got mark to watch it um so it is just one of those shows where uh some people hate it and i get it and some people love it and i get it um but it's it's one of those um it's one of those things where I, I understand that you're not going to be able to fit everything all together at once. Like I, I, I get it. Like, um, cause I been watching the book of Boba Fett, you know, I know you don't watch, you haven't watched, you watched one star Wars movie in your life so far. I'm going to get you to watch the good ones, the prequels. Yeah. Fucking I said it, the prequels. And they don't have Adam driver, right? No, but they have his grandpa. Um, <laughs> spoiler, his grandpa. Um, but um that's one of those shows where people have been having the same complaints and it to me it's one of those things where i'm just like you complained when it was too much boba fett now you're complaining that it's too much mandalorian so it's not the same though like Mm -hmm. i just feel like no but the seasons go on okay like i get that but but, like no but i mean in the way that it's the last episode and there's still so much to be told that everyone's like well, is it going to be like an hour and a half or fucking what? Because like, again, there's, they're telling so much, not in a very good way, very much in the same way with like euphoria, how like they're, they're telling a lot and it's just like, well, what's up? What's going on with Ali? Where's that fucking third mysterious boy? What happened to Kat's relationship? Like there's just so much that it's like, we're going to try and cram it all in. And like, I mean, they'll throw episodes here and there that usually just like pop off that has like everything going on, which I love episodes like that. I don't expect every episode to be like that, but I do just hate the ones that just drag kind of like the one that did tonight. Like I'm like, Oh, I waited a week for this. Great. And I'm one of those people that likes to wait for stuff to be done. Like, shows done and everything so i could just binge it all in one sitting like this is why i hate watching stuff as it comes out like it's driving me nuts I'm, i can't i can't wait for the season to be over just to see what's gonna happen already yeah no i'm i'm very much the same way like i i mean obviously we both grew up with episodic television you know with with week to week television like there wasn't a netflix right you know, or anything like that. i had the netflix uh, where they mail you dvds i did too <laughs> i i watch i i what i caught up with all of dexter by uh for the month i was like <sighs> can you imagine telling gen z or yeah gen z is that what it is or gen uh, yeah it's gen yeah. z can you imagine telling one of them that you what from netflix you had dvds mailed to you i literally i did the four dvd plan thing for like the month just so that i could watch this month i'm like i'm gonna fucking get through all of it because they would send me the four at once and i would just binge through it all um fuck what the fuck were we talking about right before we said that <laughs> oh uh, week to week yeah. yeah i'm someone that like no you can drop it all at once like i i un- i understand waiting week to week um but sometimes that's not always the best like for example um during the pandemic i watched uh i started watching westworld westworld season one probably one of the best first seasons of a show ever like they could have ended it there and i would have been like you know what fucking awesome like that's cool season two good i enjoyed season two a lot of people had some felt some type of way again i didn't have those same problems like i watched both of them at my leisure because all episodes were available mm-hmm. and then i was waiting week to week for 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 season three and oh it was just dog shit it just kept getting worse and worse and i'm like you know what if i would have rather have wasted like my weekend 
watching these two instead of wasting two months like waiting to get through everything mm-hmm. um just because but and, and again also by that i i understand sometimes there are certain surprises you know like i i mentioned um you know the the, the mandalorian last last season uh the the season ends with like a, there's a surprise cameo by luke skywalker luke skywalker shows up and that was the thing nobody talked about no one fucking mentioned anything just because why how this is impossible right. character fucking shows up and it was like holy shit now to me i'm like okay well that's episode eight if i started watching episode you know i start watching episode one two and three and then i'm like oh no i gotta go to sleep and then i wake up the next morning everyone's just like fucking luke skywalker ah again i don't let spoilers fucking you know deter me but that also would have been like oh a bummer yeah there's like a twitter and tiktok are actually really quick like I, I'm almost like, do you know what's going on before it actually happens? And you make this t- TikTok and just submit it right at 9 p.m. like every Sunday with Euphoria because that's insane how fast they are. And that happened with Spider-Man No Way Home. Like, I it was one of those things where it was like I was telling people, I was like, listen, I don't know if it's my algorithm, I don't know if it's everyone's, but like, if you don't want to be spoiled, stay off TikTok because people were just straight up posting like <laughs> good quality scenes that they like recorded with yeah. their phones, and I'm just I've like, seen stuff like that, and like that's not something that normally pops up the, on my algorithm. The other the other day, someone was just straight up streaming Spider Man mm-hmm. No Way Home. Like, I'm not even kidding. I was like, oh, maybe I was like, maybe this is like uh, some sort of promote, like because sometimes they'll release certain scenes of yeah. a movie and put it out. No, this guy was just straight up, like, just streaming the fucking People movie. People on TikToks put, like, whole movies, though. Like, I seen one before, and someone's like, oh, my God, post a part two. And then it's, like, another three minutes of the movie. And then they're like, okay, part nine. And I'm like, just watch the movie. It's like Lovely Bones or something. And they're like, I want to know what happens next. I'm like, please watch the movie. I used to, on YouTube, they used to, there would be a lot of, like, TV shows where they would, po- you know, it'd be like, yeah. Degrassi season four episode two. I've watched part one, or it's like part one of three, and I would always hate that because sometimes I would sit there watching it, and then I would accidentally skip to like part three, and it's not till about halfway through where I'm like, wait, what? And I look and I'm like, fuck, yeah, because you you just missed the fucking the whole crux of of the goddamn episode, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, again, like, uh, I, I guess that's just one big roundabout of saying like, WWE storytelling just. <laughs> in the shitter to me at least again there's so much just wrong that i'm just like ah, i don't even care if you enjoy it by all means like god bless you i'm happy your you know, cup of tea not mine your cup of tea not mine and that's good you know again we more people need to have their own discerning opinions about certain things so you know good on you um and same thing AEW. i think it's it's good storytelling it could be better in many different facets in many different places but uh, it's the best we have for now. Um, another thing, though, that we that I, well, at least that I started watching, uh, and I don't know how many people listening um, have watched it, is uh, Netflix's You. Um, I don't even know how to describe it. It's so much to unpack with that. So I thought the show was in the same vein as Dexter, um, because uh, of course the show Dexter on Showtime. You know, it's about a, like a forensic scientist who uh, who murders people. I still haven't gotten into that. I'm going to, but I haven't yet. Well, we can because the new one is up on. Uh, it's like still going on. So the show ends with like it was a terrible. The last I was season. Say, I thought it ended. So the show did end. It ended fucking terribly. Like the last two seasons were just really bad. Specifically, the last season, like um, Michael C. Hall, who's the main guy, him. And uh, he's married to, I forget her name. She's in White Chicks. She's like, Tina the Talking Tummy. Oh, my God. I know who you're talking about, but, like, I would never know her name. Mm. I'm going to IMDb it right now because now I'm curious. So they were married. And on the show, they play brother and sister, which is a little weird. But they they were going through, like, a very terrible divorce. He was going through chemo for having cancer. Jennifer Carpenter. Jennifer Carpenter. There you go. Um, It was just, like, nobody wanted to do the show. It was just the most lazy dog shit ending that they could have had. Freud would have a field day with that. (laughs) Freud would have a field day with Dexter Morgan. Let me fucking tell you that. (laughs) Um, But because of that people were like fuck like just bring it back bring it back and they wound up bringing back another season um i don't know if it's the end of the character i 
think I'm I'm pretty sure it, you know it it's they they end the the show there. I don't I haven't seen anything about like another season. Mm-hmm. Um but that's uh, it's a good show and that's what I thought this show was sort of in the same vein of like um oh a guy who also has a code and kills people but not really like it's w- w- what would you describe you being about? It's just it's just he's so obsessive like I mean, I think this it's this guy that gets like wrapped in his own head where he thinks that like he very much gaslights the women in his life and is quite narcissistic beyond what he believes. But, you know, he I I don't know. I feel like he just does such crazy things. And like in his head, he tricks himself into believing that like, no, like this is good. This is for a good cause. It's okay. Like, I know you're upset right now. I punched you in the face, but it's, I did this for you. Like, it's just one of those things. Like, it's one of those people where, like, no, I did something really shitty, but I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it sound like you're the reason for it. And I, I look good for it. And don't we know a few of those? Yeah, um, definitely. But no, yeah. And again, it was one of those shows where I was just like, all right, let's watch it. And then last night, we were literally up to like six in the morning, just whole like, season. well, yeah, almost the whole season. Almost the whole season. And, um, started late. Uh, yeah, we did start a little bit late. But like net, so to me, Netflix is weird because their prices keep fucking going up. But like, they're not putting out the quality shows they used to. Like, you got to think about it. When Netflix kind of first got in the game, it was pretty much just like Netflix and HBO, Showtime as well. Um, yeah. And HBO shows for the most part are always really fucking good. Mm-hmm. You know, even like the ones that don't light the world on fire. Uh, like I always talk about the leftovers. The leftovers was a show did not light the world on fire. Um, it came from Damon Lindelof who had done lost. And this show was essentially like, he's like, I'm fucking tired of people like talking to me about lost. So I'm going to make another show that has a fucking beginning, a middle and an end. So people can stop fucking asking me about goddamn lost. Um, amazing show, mm-hmm. amazing fucking show. Only three seasons. So I love that because it's like, all right, everything gets tied up in a nice little bow, and boom, there you go. No need to drag it into like nine or ten. Exactly, like when it could have ended like six seasons ago. But like shows like that, I feel don't really get made anymore because now you have now you're competing with with Peacock, with Disney Plus, mm-hmm. with Hulu, with Netflix, with fucking Prime. Apple, with Prime, with HBO Max. Like, there's so many like thing and still regular television. You know, AMC still putting out shows like. Yeah. There's so many of these shows that it's sort of just like, uh, and that's like competition now. It's not really quality. And to me, I'm almost like, what the fuck am I paying for Netflix for? Because like, I know, I think my family uses it, but like, like we saw like RK81 and like that was fine, but I'm just like, I mean, Netflix originals are good. I think like, I mean, hit or miss most of the Netflix originals that I've seen that are like recommended based off of what I like to watch. Um, I do like, a lot of the Netflix originals and like just how you said some shows like need to end like that's how I felt about dark three seasons perfect ending like it was a really good show um but sometimes you get some stuff like the woman across the street from the girl in the window and that's a mouthful in itself so that that show I was not a fan of which when we saw that I was like this is for sure one of those parody movies like there was those figures where it was like vampire suck superhero movie like all those kinds of movies and I was like for sure this is one of those it's gonna be some it was so bad I didn't know if it was a joke that's like and you know what the the episodes were probably like 20 minutes or something like that so like I maybe wasted like four hours of my life but Mm -hmm. It was a snow day, and I was like, you know what? Let's see what this show's about. Um, I can't remember her name. Kristen right now. Bell. Yeah, yeah, I like I like her. Um, sometimes, <laughs> and I I did. I was like, you know what? I'll give this a watch, and um, I started watching that show, and I'm like, yeah, this was terrible. Like, and anybody that asks me, I'm gonna tell them, like, no, it's terrible. But I mean, if you have four hours to kill, why not? Yeah, I mean, again, some shows to me, yeah, it's also that sort of same way where it's like, uh, um. There's a show on Hulu. It's called Solar Opposites. It's from the same people that did Rick and Morty. And um, it's a fine show. It's funny. There's a whole sub story going on. Like, So it's like they're like aliens who are here on Earth. Just like uh, there's just aliens here on Earth. <sighs> One of the aliens, she has a human ant farm. Like l- literally just that like 
a, a human ant farm. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a whole subplot about what's going on in there. And that is a hundred times more interesting than the actual show. Like to the point where I was like, if you did a whole show just based around the ant farm, you know, like, <laughs> and again, and it's also one of the shows where like, it's not offensive. It's same thing. It's six, seven episodes. They're all about like half hour long each. Um, and like, sometimes that's sort of what you just fucking need. Like you need one of the shows that you just put on for background noise because, um, like i don't know about you like i'm always having friends like oh my god you really need to watch succession you really need to watch uh righteous gemstones you really need to watch all this stuff and uh, listen don't get me wrong i'm the same fucking way i'm the same person who's always like you know oh you really gotta watch this you really gotta watch that and i don't know like it's just like sometimes i'm like (sighs) like ozarks i haven't started watching ozark and i know i'm gonna like it when i do but i'm just like i have to start it and i keep putting it off but like like you said, sometimes it's just background noise. Like sometimes I just want my TV running while I'm scrolling through TikTok or doing something else. Like it's just one of those things. And like I just I haven't had the time to actually like sit down and really like watch a show and be able to dissect it. So like I do want to watch it. I just keep putting it off because I, the ADHD. I don't I don't know. Nah, I'm I, I, listen. I'm I'm the same way. That's why like it took for you to you know sit me down and and I don't want to say force me, but like sit me down and, and make me watch. Uh, you know euphoria and um you to for me to be like okay like i will you know i like, mean and it's i haven't steered you wrong once yeah, so yeah no de- definitely haven't um we definitely don't ever like the same characters though i'm always like yeah she rules and you're like no she sucks <laughs> <laughs> but i mean also that's you know that's sort of the one of the fun things that you sort of bring it back to you know to wrestling like um so, so you know, you mentioned like, oh, you were like a little bummed that F- MJF, like, you know, that he that he won, and to me, the thing that I appreciate about AEW, which like, uh, like what, what's what's sort of your history with wrestling? Like, you know, we've talked about it before. But like, what's your history? Because you've more so come back now for AEW, right? Right. So, I mean, I don't know. I used to watch wrestling when I was little with like my brother, but it's not something I ever kept up with. Um, I wouldn't say until like a little over a year now. Um, it started with the Royal Rumble, doing mm. stuff like that, just going, kicking it, having some beers, watching wrestling. And I'm like, it's one of those things where you watch it and you're like, why did I ever like, how come it, this didn't stick? And like, it's so much fun. And like you said, the storytelling and everything, like, that's probably the best part. Like, I love the character. Well, you know what I mean? Like people mm-hmm. getting character and um, the story behind it. But like. I got very heavily into wrestling a little over a year ago. And since then, like, it's just been one of those things like, yes, I'm going to every show. Like, yes, I, I would talk about this with my friends that don't watch it and don't care about it and like um, stuff like that. But um, for me, it's just, I don't know. It's just something that kind of stuck when I was a little kid. Stone Cold Steve Austin and, you know, my brother getting yelled at by my grandpa asking him, what does suck it mean? What is that? Oh, suck what? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, gosh. Like, and then I think that's when we kind of stopped, steered away from wrestling because it was a little inappropriate for us to watch at that time. So currently, who's your favorite wrestler? You know the answer to that. Well, favorite female wrestler, Britt Baker. That's my girl. Um, I think she is a badass. Like, she knows what she's doing, and she she's coming for blood. Um, secondly, Darby Allen. I love Darby Allen. I love his character. And I've actually had people tell me, like, he seems more like something that would, like, appeal to children. And I'm like, I don't care. I love his emo ass. Like, I love how dark and, like, mysterious and, like, to be honest, quiet he is. Like, yeah, he gets rowdy. But, like, my favorite thing about him is, like, every match I see with Darby Allen, I'm like, is this his last match? Like, is he going to die? Because, like, the God, what he's doing to his body, like, I can't even imagine. Yeah, no, it's insane. Like, I... And the, what I love about him, too, is, like, aside from all, like, the crazy, you know, spots and stuff he does, like, he can fucking wrestle. There was a match with him and MJF at uh, Full Gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the last Full Gear, because I remember we were there. And it was one of those things where, like, on paper, it was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, th- this should be fine. This should be fun. And then they fucking go in there, and they're just wrestling. Like, they're just straight up technically wrestling to where, like... Uh, for me on both i'm like good on fucking both of you like you know like 
they are both just like straight up wrestling. Yes, you have your high spots. Yes, you have your, you know, your, your cheater moves in there where, you know, MJF is low blowing people and things of that nature. But like they both go in there and it's like, yeah, this is why you are, you know, two two of the, the four pillars of AEW. Um, and like with, with MJF, like in particular, with something with AEW in general, one of the things that they're very good at, you know, is like using their legends. Like in WWE, it's, you know, it's more like, if if you're not Goldberg and you're not Brock Lesnar, well then, you know, fuck you, you're old and we don't need you, you know? Like they literally had a segment like uh this was like two years ago where Randy Orton just like all these like legends that they have and was just basically like, Fuck you, you're all old and we don't need you and then I think it was like every single person uh in in the that segment wound up leaving for AEW. But you know, it, like you know, you have uh kenny getting hangman over and then you have brian getting hangman over and then you have you know punk getting in there with darby punk getting in there with fjf like you know brian and and you know brian and cm punk will forever the first losses they took you know will be to to hangman and mjf respectively and um in throughout the history of wrestling there's been a lot of people who wouldn't do that who won't do that who are very selfish and who's just like nope 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 you know, like very, very few people like wrestling. It can be a selfish business. And um, you have these people who are just like, no, like I grew up in that era. Like why didn't CM Punk fucking main event WrestleMania? Because The Rock wanted to remain at WrestleMania, you know? And not only that, but he only wanted to wrestle scene. Like it's just, again, it's one of those things. Know your role and shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh with aw it's like you know they're really like good at like using their like younger talent like um you know like there's the kind of like oh like they're bringing in too many people but it's just like well yeah some of these people you have to fucking bring in like what what are you gonna be you're gonna like you know like for like i remember when everyone was upset they're like oh they brought in bobby fish and it's like yeah because guess what kyle o'reilly not too far fucking down the road and you know what aw has tons of tag teams you know they have a lot of mm-hmm. young tag teams and you know how they get better wrestling fucking like these you know good tag teams like yeah uh, like it, it it almost seems like uh i mean they've there's been no shortage of them teasing it but it looks like jeff hardy's gonna show up in aew and like team up with matt hardy again i know some people are just like oh not them again like you know the house of hardy whatever the fuck it is like i know a lot of people are just like oh i hate it like I'm not the biggest fan of it myself, but the one thing it's like, you know how you get these four or five people to be very, who had to get better at their craft, put them with Matt Hardy, who has been wrestling for forever (laughs) since he was a literal child. You know, he's literally been wrestling for decades. Like put him in there with that. Um, And yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm excited about like oh like revolution their next show is like four weeks away um and i'm pretty excited about that because like uh, especially at the end of um uh rampage it looks like they're teasing sammy versus darby which i'm just like oh again hell yeah like let's fucking that'll be sick too um i think so like yeah i mean i like sammy i think he's you know i think he's cool <laughs> but yeah i'm just like I'm just a very big Darby fan. Like I said, like, dude absolutely destroys his body and gives his all every single match. And, like, I slept wrong and I haven't been able to move my neck for, like, two days now. So I can't imagine how that feels. Well, with Darby and Sting, I want to see them, like, like, I've talked about them where, like, I like them as a tag team. Like, I like when Darby does single stuff. But, like, Sting, another fucking dude who, like, for, yeah. for someone his age should not be wrestling as much and or as good as he is such a badass such a fucking badass so much respect for that man and one of the things that i want to see like coming you know based on that is uh i want to see them two versus malachi and brody that would be the sickest match i can even i can't even you just got me so excited right now because that would be so cool to see i I love all four of them mm -hmm. to be honest like that would be that would be insane well, with tag team wrestling in particular, that's one of those things that, like, for the longest, it wasn't taken seriously because people weren't taking it serious. Like, you know, it was no one's mm-hmm. fault, but, like, wrestling. 
and there was other people that take it you know it's they take it serious and other companies and promotions and with like again with AEW right like they have so many tag teams right now you know like the bucks haven't been they kind of been on the back burner right now just chilling yeah. but they're sort of teasing something with red dragon red dragon fucking awesome like i i don't know how much you've seen of them but like they're fucking great they're mm-hmm. probably one of the best tag teams again it looks like the hardys are going to be reuniting you know pretty fucking soon you have you know malachi and brody you have darby and sting you have ftr like there's a lot to look forward to i think it'll be a good it looks like the briscoe brothers again another two another tag team that one of the better tag teams fucking out there right now and it's just like yeah just give me just give me all this tag teams wrestling (laughs) like uh you know i i want to see it all um yeah i'm just you know it's exciting to think about what's going to come in the next year because last year was insane for wrestling. Like, there, I don't think there was a better time for me to even get back into it because everything was lifted since the pandemic. They were able to act. People were actually able to go to shows and stuff. And like, last year was just completely like unbelievable, like just remarkable. It was it was such a good year for wrestling. Um, before we get out of here, uh, who? Because uh, she eventually she's going to. It's because it happens. It's wrestling. But um, who do you see Britt Baker losing the title to? I don't. I really don't even want to think about that. I will. Oh my gosh. I actually haven't even really thought about it to be honest. Like she's held the title for so long now. Like I don't know. I just, I really didn't give it much thought. Um. I, I don't know. I I really haven't. Like I, I. It's not something I want to think about. Like not joking at all. I I just, I just had really haven't. I haven't given it much thought at all because I'm like, yeah, she's still that bitch. She's still winning. Like, I never was like, oh, no, like, what if she loses? Like, I just never thought about it. No, I, I get what you mean. Like, especially, too, because, um, um, what do you call it? With uh, fucking, what's his name? What's her name? Uh, Thunder Rosa. Like, mm-hmm. she had that fucking awesome match with Thunder Rosa. And to me, it's like, they got to run that back. I like, think they will. You know, and they've been putting it off like it's specifically one of those things where... Um, Put it in your back pocket. Well, you know, you had... Uh, uh, fucking, what's her name? Uh, Martinez. Martinez, fucking, what's her first name? Oh, jeez, I'm forgetting about her name. She showed up and she beat the shit out of uh, Thunder Rosa and like the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I, <laughs> why can't I think of her name? I can't either. I've been like blank spacing all day. Oh this my is god! Gonna drive me insane. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm gonna look it up right now. But, um, oh god, right now someone is screaming at us. Uh, and then you're gonna read it, and I'm gonna be like, "Oh yeah, duh." Not I, I. No, what the fuck is it? Mercedes Martinez. There you go, Mercedes Martinez. You know, there was like a thing where Britt Baker was like, "I was the one who hired you," you know, to take out Thunder Rosa. So it's like, oh, okay, okay, like. You know, we're we're getting some story, mm-hmm. some storytelling going on. I think eventually they'll run that match back, and Thunder Russell will probably be the one to, to get the belt. Um, I could see that. Yeah, because again, same thing too with the women's like division. It's they're 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 beefing it up. You know, yeah, beefing that thing up. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Again, um, this week, uh, so again, uh, thank you to everyone who's uh, listened. Next week, again, we'll have the episode uh, part two with uh, Katie Skinner, a.k.a. Katie Fabe. Um, you know, I'm excited to hear her on here again. I liked her episode. Yeah, it was fun. Again, it was one of those things where in natural stank and I fashion, never got to run to notes. Like, <laughs> like, we talked forever and it was like, huh, yeah, we didn't talk about your music career, did we? Because we were fucking sitting around talking about, uh, you know, watermelon or what does sugar watermelon mean or whatever i'm just appalled that none of you guys knew what that was i was like what i was listening like on my way to work and like screaming in my car i'm like three grown adults you guys don't know what this song's about no why would we and then my first thought i was like that's just like that what's which jonas song where that cake by the ocean like what that's about and then like that was mentioned on the episode too and i'm like and still like i was like no one said anything listen i don't listen if if it didn't come out between 2005 and 2008 listen to know it's just like common knowledge you know i just feel like it's just one of those things you just know listen i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sorry that the jonas brothers aren't as on the nose about their sexual entendres as three six mafia is if they were i would be like oh yeah i i understand Uh um 
but uh yeah i want to give it I, you know um that will be next week's episode as well as um you know we'll be having an episode of uh scrum family video this week um how do you if you want to sign up for that you're on patreon.com forward slash pwtcast um but of course um like we do every week i want to give a huge shout out to all the members of the patreon of course if you want to become one patreon.com forward slash pwtcast you can sign up for as low as five bucks tons of tons of stuff over there um but uh i want to give a huge shout out to clifford fraser jesse kolenberg mark villanueva joshua davis the invincible man himself ryan mears who god bless the man who was stuck fucking working in in this goddamn snowstorm so god bless him our man neil flanagan jonathan mayer hot topic joe ryan crossley taffy vivian uh our man anthony torres my godfather jesus Shout out Jesus. Shout out Jesus. Uh, good old Brad. Uh, Katie Skinner. Katie Fave herself. Steve Feast. Uh, Rachel and stupid Michael. Um, any last words before we get out of here? Uh, thanks for having me again. Yeah. I mean, listen, uh, definitely someone to have on some more, you know. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you for coming on. I guess you can thank Cousin Jeremy for you know for having plans shout it's all right out we, cousin jeremy yeah shout out cousin jeremy we, we love him as well i know he's going to be doing some uh uh he tentatively scheduled he's bringing back his podcast so um it's exciting. exciting he said i can be on it by the way so yeah he did uh so yeah shout out cousin jeremy and shout out to all of you guys again uh if you already aren't, make sure you're following us over at pwtcast on instagram and twitter and uh for the pwtcast this week i've been scrump and this is Veronica. And this is friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. Unfortunately, we've run out of things to say. And so, well, we must bid you adieu. So, until next time at the PWT's cast, goodbye and good night. Bang. Bang.